This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. Hey everybody, welcome to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. I am the Bomber. And I'm the Bell. And we are a couple in the lifestyle. If you're just now discovering us, where you've been at. <laughs> um, so we are in the lifestyle as a black couple. And we talk about our adventures, experiences, and tips around being in the lifestyle. Sometimes that has a lot to do with us being black. Sometimes it has nothing to do with us being black, but we're here to give you entertainment. Um, and we're not here to make you come, although there are other podcasters <laughs> that claim to, 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 to be here to make you, you know, bust nuts while you're listening. Yeah, it's not audio porn. No, it's, it's, uh, it's not. Although sometimes I feel like you have an audio porn voice. Do I? Yeah, you're doing it right now. You're doing that thing <laughs> with your that? voice. What is that you thing? Said, Do I? <laughs> you know, it's like you're breathing your words. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, speaking of words, so so this episode uh, <laughs> is going to be interesting. Uh, there's a reason why it's titled the way it is, but this mm-hmm. is our this is going to be our PCAP recap. We have come back from podcast to Palooza. Yeah, and we we're ha- like just now recovering. <laughs> right. Uh, why is it? Why did it? Why did it take us such a long time to recover from from know. this trip? I it think, wasn't even that long. Yeah, I think we just you know we hadn't partied like that for consecutive days in a long time, and I guess we were just out of party shape. Mm-hmm. Maybe that that's what I'm thinking. Out of party shape. Uh, yeah, I mean, while I was there, I was I, I certainly didn't feel like I was out of party shape. I yeah, was, but when we got back. It was rough. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to go into details about how much of a beast I was at Podcast Palooza. <laughs> I'm just going to say that uh, Jesus isn't very happy with me. <laughs> I've been trying to call him, but all my calls have been going straight to voicemail. <laughs> so he's not feeling me right now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we're going to get into our podcast, of Palooza Recap. I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to acknowledge something. Mm. Wonderlust Swingers had a recent episode where they featured podcasters responding to some negative uh, ratings yeah. that they got. And so, so negative reviews. Negative reviews, right. And... We are on that. We're featured on that. So I, I, I check it out. I mean, this was really an opportunity for us to, it was kind of therapeutic for mm-hmm. us to sit down with some negative feedback that we got right. and just have fun with it and respond to it. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, we had done something like that on one of our Patreon posts. So it was, it was kind of fun to do it. But what I, what I didn't realize is that uh, Kate had invited other people on there to do the same thing um so one of them was casual swingers and theirs was pretty funny um but the one i really want to talk about is average swingers (laughs) (laughs) and i hope average swingers is listening to this right now because i want you guys to know that i thoroughly enjoy your show uh and you know that because i've sent i've 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 tweeted about your show and i've sent you private messages about your show like you Mm -hmm. know you know i love y'all you know i do (laughs) okay but Casual swinger, uh, average swinger, sorry. They were reading out the negative reviews they got, and they read one of them out. (laughs) And I was like, that shit sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. And I realized that one of the negative reviews, one of the, I'm I'm just going to come out and say it. I wrote that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You just out here roasting other podcasts? It wasn't wasn't a roast. So first of all, let me say that what I wrote, I'm I'm just going to come clean. What I I basically (laughs) said was, 
and 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 I'm I, I can't lie about this because it mm-hmm. said black and you know you could see the public could see <laughs> that Black and Kiki Lifestyle said this yeah. about their show and what I said was and this was me this had not the bell had nothing to do with no, this no I didn't I wasn't even I didn't know this happened <laughs> this was all the bombers doing yeah so I wrote some shit like this is a fun podcast which was true mm-hmm. um, but if you're looking for structure stay clear right right um, and. I, I think they would they would agree with that. Like the, the, the average swingers, as well as many other podcasts out there, don't do structure. Like, yeah. and they're great podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when I wrote that review, it was when the only podcasts I was listening to were the Joneses podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a thing and. Swinger Diaries. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about those podcasts, you know that they are super structured. Like, they don't miss a beat. They have segments, their times, their transitions, and all that shit. So that was my baseline, right? Mm -hmm. So I think I was looking for other podcasts to listen to because we were just kind of getting, finding our footing on our podcast. Mm -hmm. And then I came across the Average Swingers, and they didn't have any of that. And I was like, this shit is different. Um... (laughs) And I think there was one episode I was listening to. Um, I don't know. I was distracted or frustrated or something. And you know, um, there are a few episodes of Average Swingers where they just they just start recording. Like they don't. You know what I mean? They they yeah. they, they might they they might come and you know they'll they'll push the record button, but they won't start talking immediately. You might yeah. hear some background shit, and then mm-hmm. they start talking. And I think there was one episode I was listening to where it sounded like it sounded like they were cooking something, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was just sitting there waiting for. for for, for this episode to start because I think the topic was really interesting. The title was, and I just wanted to really get to it and I was getting all flustered. Um, and I was like, what the fuck, man? They, like, I'm trying to hear what they got to say and they over here frying bacon and shit. And uh, <laughs> you know? So, so I think um, I was I was in a in a bad place when I when I rated them because the thing is I wouldn't change what I said in the review because I think it's still true. Like yeah. if you're looking for structure, um, that there you're not you're not going to really get it from that show because um, they're they're really kind of it's a very conversational and kind of um, informal podcast. Um, but I probably changed my rating because I think my rating might have been might have been a little bit little bit off because I've kind of grown to prefer their unstructured style mm. to the point where if they added structure to it at this point, I'd probably send Jay a text message like, yo, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> like, you can't be adding structure all of a sudden. Right. You've been going years, yeah. just having conversations free willy, and, and, and you're going to add structure? Like, which, what, what are you doing? Like, don't, <laughs> don't do that shit. Um, so, uh, Jay and Angie, you know I love you guys. I love your show. Don't take that personally. <laughs> if I could change it, I would. I've, I've, I've been Googling how to change ratings. I actually went to their show on my phone and mm. rated it like rated it a five like twice i don't even know if it counts at this point um but yeah i i just wanted to fess up to that shit because because it's it's clearly uh public domain information if you do take it personal i think we can work something out if you're really really pissed at us like we could have like a swinger podcast beef if you want um because That'll ultimately help us out because y'all got more listeners than we do. So if y'all, <laughs> so if y'all want to get on your show and be like, "Yo, Bomber and Bell is on that bullshit," it, you, you might have a lot of listeners. Like, wait, who's the Bomber and the Bell? Let's check them out. Give them a piece of our mind. Yo, all press is good press. So if, if y'all, if y'all want to stage a beef, <laughs> like this could be like Jay Z and Nas all over again. I'm with it. It's time for the hit list. So the hit list is basically a list of folks, celebrities, semi-celebrities, people we just seen around the block that, you know, we might like to get down with. Her name is um, Medina Singore, and she was in this movie called Those Who Wish Me Dead, which is a new Netflix movie. Um, with Angelina Jolie. No, I think it was on HBO. Oh, it was right? on HBO? But it's called Those Who Wish Me Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and just about forest fires and shit. 
it wasn't really about forest fires, but yeah, it's a it's a thriller. Mm-hmm. But she's just a badass in this movie. Like, I was so happy to see her character, and I'm I'm trying not to give any spoilers, um, but I was just really happy to see her character um, in the role that she was in doing the things that she was doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's so why she made my hit list. What did you think about that movie in general? I liked the movie. I think it was too short. Or, not that it was too short, but it was kind of like they left some holes a little bit. Because I think it was only 90 minutes. And mm-hmm. you could tell, like, it, it just didn't feel finished. I was entertained. And I think the, um, you know, it wasn't, there wasn't anything new necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the combination of some things were new, but it wasn't like a in particularly enthralling plot or anything like that. But I was entertained. Well, Angelina Jolie was too pretty the whole movie, but you know. Yeah, we gotta stop. They got Hollywood has <laughs> to really stop doing that shit. Like, she's supposed to play this, like, firefighter like wildfire fighter and she's like super made up like a supermodel like all like contoured makeup and you know eyelashes and i'm just like this doesn't make any sense like if you if you had that job first of all it's hot as fuck dry as fuck and you just out here looking pretty for no reason like you fighting fires like what the fuck um I'm not saying you can't look sexy, but like, why would you get made up like you're going to a Golden Globe Awards dinner or something? Um, Just her her face looked perfect the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I really like the movie. I would I would recommend people check it out. Yeah. Uh, it's it it had some surprises in it, and I would agree with you. It it was it was a little too short, and there were some unexplained holes. But I think I think it's still super enjoyable even given some of the like plot questions that are left in the air um my hit list target uh this month will be uzo aduba i hope i'm pronouncing that right so she's nigerian and most of you will remember her if the name doesn't um the name is not familiar will remember her as crazy eyes from orange is the new black so this chick uh, in Orange is the New Black did not turn any heads for me. Uh, she did not look attractive at all. And I think that was the point for that character. Uh, but I, I think while Orange is the New Black was still hot, I think she was like in a um, in an entertainment magazine cover where she really cleaned up. And that's the first time I kind of saw her looking fresh, looking clean. And then apparently she's in the last season of in treatment uh, or the current season of in treatment uh, that's on hbo uh, i wasn't aware that in treatment was still going on the show's been going on for years and she is starring in and it's basically a show where i think each episode is like an interaction between a client and a uh, therapist I watched one episode of this show. I don't really like it. <laughs> it's too boring for me. There's no music in the background. It's, There's no tension. It's I, I, very I can't slow. Do it. um, it's very uh, cerebral. Mm-hmm. Uh, very intimate, though. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Extremely intimate. Uh, so, anyway, um, uh, Uzo plays a therapist, and she is gorgeous in this show. Uh the one episode I saw, she was wearing... So she's a thicker... This thick sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she was wearing a striped dress. Yeah. White striped dress. That just worked with her skin so well. She has these... Um, these thick lips. Um, these dark eyes. And just smooth skin all around. And her voice is... It's its almost... Um, I, don't, I don't know if hypnotic is the right word. Um, but it's a very soothing voice, and it's not. It, but it's not like super feminine because her. She sort of reminds me of Whoopi Goldberg, like mm, sort of yeah. her voice. Like it's not feminine, but it's not like manly. It's just. Right. It's just this monotone, like cool voice that can really put you to sleep. Um, so, 
she's sexy as fuck all around. I hope she gets more work. I think she won an she won an award for Orange is the New Black. I hope she wins an award for In Treatment if she hasn't yet. Um, just for looking sexy as shit. Uh, so that's my hit list for this episode. You are listening to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. Hey fellow BNK fans, I know y'all are enjoying the show, but damn, we have to wait a month for each episode? I don't know about you, but that's way too long for me. That is one of the many reasons I support Bomber and Bell on Patreon. They release content on their Patreon every week. I really can't get enough of their Pillow Talk episodes, where they get real personal, and girl, it's like having a backstage pass to your favorite artist. It also doesn't hurt to hear my name shouted out every episode and have ready access to the Bell and the Bomber through their private chat. If y'all want to join in the fun, head to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate a few dollars a month to keep the show going. I know it's for a good cause and all that, but I'm just trying to get my fair share of this sexy ass podcast. Speaking of which, I'm finna finish this episode. And now I think it's time for us to start talking about our topic and that is our PCAP recap. So we are not going to be going beat for beat on everything that happened at PCAP recap for two reasons. One, because this would be like a five-part episode and we just <laughs> don't have time for that. Um, two, because given that this is this was Podcast-a-Palooza, um, for those of you who don't know, who haven't been listening to our show, this was an event where a bunch of lifestyle podcasters uh, got together, um, hosted events at this uh, at in Miami uh, at a hotel takeover um, that was full of parties, um, seminars, and just good vibes. Um, but given that podcasters were so rep- well represented at the party, they are probably going to be giving their perspective on Podcast Palooza, and we're going to avoid redundancy here and just talk about the things that really stood out to us. Although I do expect that there will be some some overlap because there, there were some things that I really want to talk about that other people might want to talk about, but we got to talk about them because... Um, <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll give exam. I'll, I'll clue, clue you into what, what I'm talking about when we get to the topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're probably not going to go like, um, beat for beat in chronological order. Okay. Um, but just talk about some of the highlights. So are you ready? Yeah. Well, first let me ask you, did you have a good time at PCAP? I did. I had a great time at PCAP. It was a lot of fun. It was a good, um, I guess step back into lifestyle events. Um, so this is our first big event since, you know, being out of the game for a little while. And it, w- it was good. Everybody was really nice and friendly. Um, it was good to see some, you know, friendly faces and, you know, people that we've talked to online but haven't met in person. Um, so it was nice to put faces with, you know, Instagram, Twitter handles. So I had a good time. I think there's like a difference between like fans and listeners, although they overlap. Yes. So there are people who might have heard one or two episodes and they're like, oh, God, these guys, these guys are cool. Mm -hmm. And they're they're fans of the Bomber and the Bell, but they're not like listeners. But then there are like the folks who are like diehard listeners, like they've listened to every episode. And not only that, they've applied a lot of the tips that Mm -hmm. we've been suggesting and to meet though like like we appreciate fans and listeners alike but when i hear somebody say something like yo we learned this from y'all like we did this because of y'all like we know about this or we tried this because of y'all like it's so humbling like i just i don't expect Mm -hmm. to hear stuff like that but i i really i really appreciated that and we did have some pretty hardcore fans like (laughs) (laughs) like that would just do or die and Mm -hmm. i was like oh shit this is this is cool like y'all y'all really out there and it's it's cool to like to run into y'all and and we appreciate the love i'll just say that i apologize to kate for my behavior at uh, (laughs) pcap 
I, I do. Kate, I'm sorry. If you invite us next year, I promise I'll hold I'll 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 hold it back a little bit. You weren't too bad. I was making out with magics in the pool. Oh, okay? yeah, yeah, that, that definitely we're doing ridiculous. that. Yes, okay. yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was real unprofessional. <laughs> like. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Kate. Like I, it's just I was out of the gate after a while, <laughs> just not not experiencing any lifestyle thing at all, mm-hmm. and there were just all these chicks that were just in the pool <laughs> wanting to make out. So shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we'll get to that in a second. First, I do want to talk about what we did before um, Podcast of Palooza started because we got there a day early. Yeah. And we got the opportunity to go to Trapeze in Fort Lauderdale. We did. Um, so this was after a meet and greet. We're not going to talk too much about the meet and greet, but we appreciate the folks who came out. Um, so that was um, Brown Girl and Brown Guy. Thank you guys for coming out to see us. Uh, there was also a single woman that came out to see us. We appreciate you too. Although I'm going to shout her out right now and say she skipped out on the bill. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> She skipped out on the bill. She was like, "Oh, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. On, I gotta. I gotta go to a date," and just left the table. <laughs> I mean, the bomber and the bell would have been like, "Yo, you know, if you if you if you out here trying to get some dick, we don't want to. We don't want a bill to get in your way." So right. we probably would have been like, "Fine, just go." But like, you could have been like, "Yo, uh, I'm sorry. Let me let me look out for this bill," and we would have just been like, "Nah, just go get go get some dick." <laughs> It's fine. Go get go get go get your dick. Go go get some. Um, so uh, so yeah. Um, so shout out to Brown Girl and Brown Guy for 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 hanging out with us. Um, and yeah, after we after the meet and greet, we went straight to tra- trapeze, and that's where a lot of the um, a, a lot of folks for the event who came the day before uh were at uh, right yeah there was a group trip to trapeze some folks took a bus down from the hotel obviously because we were doing other things we just took uber um so yeah we met a whole bunch of folks out there so it was set up like the other one because we've been to the one to in atlanta so you know we get there and we have to do all the sign in sign up kind of stuff and all that and when we got in there you know it was our because we got there late we got there like i don't know like around 11 10 or something like that Mm -hmm. but everybody our whole group was already there and had been there for a couple hours so the music was playing although it wasn't (laughs) the best choice of tunes yeah we'll get um but people were already partying and dancing and eating and drinking and so people were already drunk when we got there yes people were definitely already drunk already drunk when we got there Mm -hmm. um so we wanted to just initially like kind of take a lay of the land so you know we just walked around saw who was there saw Mm -hmm. like the locker area um and showers the play area um and then we got back to the bar to get our drinks yes uh yeah so when we got to trapeze, it's interesting because I feel like the Bell and I have very, very different relationships with the dance floor at any <laughs> place we go to that has a dance floor. See, when I see the dance floor, I'm like, okay, look, I'm going to get on this motherfucker. And when I get on this motherfucker, I'm going to work it out. Okay. <laughs> Whatever the DJ is playing, I'm just going to work it out. Because if I took my ass to the dance floor, I'm not just going to, uh, it took me some time to get there. It <laughs> took, it took some effort. So when I get there, I'm going to do my thing. And so, uh, the bell, you have a completely different relationship with the dance floor because you'll get on the dance floor and you'll be like, okay, uh, the DJ needs to play my jam. Yes. And you're not doing anything unless the DJ plays your jam. Now, this puts me in a very awkward situation because sometimes I'm I'm like the adventurous one in the couple. Mm -hmm. So I'll just be like, yo, I want to go to the dance floor. But like you're my wife. So I feel like in some ways it's rude for me to just go (laughs) to the dance floor and not bring you with me. But I feel like that is actually the right thing to do, just to go to the dance floor. Because I feel like if I bring you there... And it just doesn't work out because the DJ's not <laughs> fucking playing your shit. I just brought you to an uncomfortable and awkward situation, mm-hmm. right? So that happened because what did the DJ play that kind of? Because we were dancing, I was doing my thing. I was just like, I'm gonna work this out. I'm like, I'm like doing all my dance moves, and you're just really not feeling the DJ. I know how you move when you're not feeling the DJ, and I'm like, damn, why did I bring this girl out here? Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so what what was the DJ playing? So he was playing like early 2000s hits, which some of them can be jams, but he like played um, Britney Spears, um, Baby Hit Me One More Time. And then right after that, he played um, Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. And while I enjoy these songs and they're nostalgic, they're not something that like I want to dance to in the club. I've never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever ever experienced a dj playing baby hit me one more time in genie in a bottle both of those songs i've never (laughs) heard a dj play those tracks never (laughs) nobody jams to those britney spears and christina aguilera songs on the dance floor nobody shakes their ass to genie in a bottle yeah that shit was unreal i couldn't believe it when i heard you i heard baby one more time and i thought it was a joke and then they played (laughs) genie in the bottle and i'm like oh no (laughs) (laughs) there are like a million other songs you could have played from these artists and you chose those and it was a continuing series of fails after that and one thing that you will uh uh hear over and over again on this uh episode is just like the music was bad just like everywhere we went Mm-hmm. the music was bad and it was like i think angie was talking about like she just wanted we've been pimped pin up haven't been able to go anywhere she just wants to shake her ass i felt her like mm-hmm. i just wanted to shake my ass but no one was playing ass shaking music and this makes no sense in miami like like this is home of the city girls like why aren't we playing ass shaking music trick daddy no like what Trina, like, I can't, I'd never, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just want to talk about the DJ for a second. We're just going to, I I was going to save this until later, but now that you're like on the topic, let's just go there. So one of, so, so it was like DJ, what the fuck? Because (laughs) like, so there were, there were parties at PCAP. We talked about them. Right, Um, there were theme parties. Yeah. And I think the last, I think it was the second to last night, um, we got introduced to this DJ yeah. that was working the party. Saturday night, yeah. Uh, and he kept playing what kind of music? Like EDM. Right. And EDM has its place. So it's cool. I could fuck with EDM, but nobody really in our crew could fuck with EDM all yeah. night. Because um, again, I don't know. You can't shake your ass to that. Like it's just, you just jumping. Yeah, you jumping. You might be doing <laughs> some skips. I mean, I had, there was a few. <laughs> There was a few, there was a few things I was doing, um, but I I talked to the DJ at one point and I was just asking him, you know, like can can you play some shit to to get these chicks to shake their ass because these <laughs> chicks are having seizures on the fucking dance floor for forty five minutes straight. Um, this isn't gonna work all night, and I don't know. He made some excuse about it being on theme or some shit like that something that like it's it's weird it's it's this dj was sort of you had a theory about why this dj just was not quite listening to right because i mean he's apparently he was you know somewhat of a high profile i wouldn't say you know celebrity but you you know kind of a dj that has a name going for himself and so he you know djs like to record their sets um, so what they're playing during a party, if they have like some cool mixes or, you know, they have certain um, sequencing of songs that, that they like, you know, so that they can promote that, sell it, whatever. That's some um, bullshit. <laughs> so like if he had this idea that, you know, I'm going to play this specific set and then have this to use later, like he's not going to, you know, disrupt that. If this is going to be his EDM set, he can't like put some hip hop in there. The <laughs> DJ is important at a party. And I think we we did a um we did a blog post or something like that about like how to, you know, the music at the parties and how you really like set the stage for the different components of the party and the different moods by the music that you play. And so a DJ has to really have be in sync with all of the party goers. Now, everybody's not going to like the song, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the one song you're playing at the same time, but Mm -hmm. if the majority of the group 
isn't is on the dance floor you can tell they're feeling it you know they're dancing girls shaking their ass all that kind of stuff and then you know for the folks that you know aren't feeling it you can slide them something you know a couple tracks down but you I mean this is like the ultimate read the room like a DJ has to be so intuitive in terms of what you know what's going on with the crowd what are they doing are people you know are they dancing are they enjoying it do they need a break like have they been shaking their ass for four songs in a row and now you need to slow up the tempo so that people Mm -hmm. can like get some water rest a little bit and then get charged up to go right back to shaking the ass enjoying themselves like you have to think through those different things like what what is what song is needed in this moment Mm -hmm. to continue the momentum Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. party Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes a good DJ to me. Right. And this guy was not doing that. He just did not care. No. I it, it's, it's so bizarre. And this isn't, and this isn't a, um, an attack on the event or an attack on um, the folks who threw it. I don't, I don't think they could have anticipated no. this, this kind of thing happening um, because there was a party going on next door where the DJ was killing it. Like a track after track. You fire. heard it. And we was like, we need to go over there. Right. <laughs> um, and so, and it's it's weird. This wasn't, and I don't want, I, I really don't want this to sound like, oh, you know, this is, this is the black couple looking for hip hop and everybody else was nah. fucking with the EDM. White no. people like hip hop too. Listen. Li- nobody was on that floor after EDM had been playing for two hours. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, there were a few diehard like people that were just on there, but I, I think, I, they were I just think drunk. I, yeah, I, I also <laughs> think they were trying to get some couples to their playroom, and oh, this okay. was the only route. Like they were like, let's just keep dancing, let's keep moving until <laughs> somebody pulls this motherfucking trigger. Um, but I think the the worst thing is you went to the DJ and asked him to play some Cardi B, and I will never forget this. Well, well, this was the next night because oh, okay. so because you had been like you talked to this DJ several times, and we couldn't get any understanding of what was going on. And so he said because the 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 theme night was um, Desert Festival, that's why he was playing the the edm but he said you know next night is mtv awards so it'll be better right Mm -hmm. so it'll be you know more of a mix and here comes next the next night and it wasn't better it was like still bad like (laughs) still no music like there was edm he tried to mix it up one line dance not one line nothing like that and so and for the record like um tour souls had my favorite costume of the night Mm -hmm. right they came as uh, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion from the WAP video. Mm-hmm. So when uh, Cardi B had on the leopard print um, one piece with the long uh, braid, mm-hmm. ponytail braid thing, um, and when Meg Thee Stallion had on the zebra print, or, it wasn't zebra, it was tiger, tiger, black and white tiger mm-hmm. print, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they came as that. And awesome. Ladies, you did a phenomenal job. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> so I was like, they're playing all this trash music, and I was like, come on. Like, you got. Meg the Stallion and Cardi B here at least just play play, the song. play WAP just play, play just play, one just time just, like they're in the co- like they they pulled out these awesome costumes mm-hmm. just play WAP and this nigga tells me <laughs> <laughs> he ain't bring no Cardi B he, he ain't got it it's like going to Subway and them just going to the Subway sandwich store and them telling you we ain't got no bread what would right. you like <laughs> Going to Starbucks. We don't got no cups. And I'm like, (laughs) in the year of our Lord, 2021, you a DJ in Miami and you ain't got no Cardi B? Like, you just, like, first of all, the fucking internet. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, how do you know? Download the track, motherfucker. Like, Spotify (laughs) shit. Spotify, Apple, you know, all these, even go to Pandora shit something youtube music like it's not that hard yeah how do you just and it wasn't like and it wasn't like this was some like oh um you know shoddy somebody uncle dj like this was he, had, he had like three other people with him and like other running, people and i doing thought, like running his equipment and all this other shit i thought we were the only ones coming to him and asking no. him to play some shit a lot of people were telling us like yo we asked him to play this we asked him to, if he could play some of that you know apparently he flipped somebody off yeah um when you know behind their back like 
I know we brought up the DJ thing first, and I want to I want to make it clear this was like the only negative thing. The only. <laughs> it was absolutely this. the only. It was it was a great great event. So anyway, so we saw a black couple in trapeze. Now black the trapeze was not quite as diverse as we thought it would be in Fort Lauderdale, um, but there were towards the end of the night a few black folks that did come up in there yeah and one of them came in there and i just saw him and i was like oh shit another black couple you know it's like fucking your spider senses tickle, right. tickle. <laughs> what are you i feel for? the negroes are near <laughs> uh, so like i feel darkness i feel blackness and so this couple came in and, you know, we didn't want to, like, rush up to them right away. You wanted to talk to them immediately upon <laughs> I was like, they them. still eating? You see, this, did you see them? I think they still eating. <laughs> like, let them finish their meal. Damn. <laughs> Bell, shit. And so, uh, can you just, do you remember what this couple looked like? Yeah, so he was older. He like a black Santa Claus to me. <laughs> he did not look like black Santa I, I can get with you. He had a salt and pepper beard. Um, and he had a fade cut and really nice eyes. And she was um, short, shorter, well, shorter than me. Um, had locks, really pretty locks, um, smooth brown skin, some nice titties, fat ass. No, she had a fat ass. You got to say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fat ass. You got to say it like that. Um, yeah. Very attractive couple. Yeah. Uh, and we ended up talking to them and... I don't know what happened. I don't know what the transition was. <laughs> but yeah, we were talking and at some point, yeah, I remember what it was. I think I said this in our Patreon post. Mm. But yeah, you know, we had that little four-way discussion and sort of like a yeah. diamond square thing, you know, he's across from me, she's across from you. And, you know, I was telling jokes and she just kept kind of touching my chest like she would laugh and then she would like, you know, smack my chest. You know that move y'all chicks yeah. do. And she kept doing that. So then she did it and then I grabbed her waist and then she just kind of melted into me at that point. And then you came a little closer and I don't know, you guys started touching each other. I'm not sure what what happened at that point. All I know is that titties came out, her titties and your titties are just amazing and you just you guys just kind of squeezed them and bunched them together. <laughs> there is nothing sexier than two black titties just bunched up against each other. Just like the nipples just kind of curl into each other. It's almost like uh, it's almost like your DNA is aligning and you're creating this like new fucking species of sexiness. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you just started kissing her. Yeah. How was that kiss? It was great. She was a really good kisser. Mm -hmm. I mean, her lips were just there and they were juicy. And I was like, this feels like the right move. Oh, it was definitely the right move. <laughs> It was it was the right move because her her man I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> it's almost like because he he kept running away. It was yeah. like he kept like he would look at it and then he would like escape. Right. And I'm like, is he gonna go jerk off? Right. And then he would come back with a glass of wine and then he would get another glass of wine. Yeah. It was just really bizarre because I was there with my hand on this one, like under well, her skirt, on her were, dress. What you were saying was like he was trying to make sure he kept things going, like by making sure she had drink, like everybody had drinks, <laughs> oh. everybody had what they needed. Like we don't need to interrupt the flow for her needing to have to get a, go get a drink. So, yeah. Yeah. But she, then they disappeared. Yeah, she said she had to go to the bathroom or some shit. And I I was already... You, I, I don't know how to explain this, but sometimes when like some sexy shit like that happens, mm -hmm. it fucks with my whole... like. <laughs> Like I can't really strategize. Like he could, he could clearly <laughs> strategize. He was like, "Okay, drink, drink, drinks. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get these chicks toasted because <laughs> <laughs> they got something in store for us." And I'm just sitting there like, uh, like fucking foaming at the mouth. Like, yo, this this is some sexy ass shit. Like, and and again, this was like the first thing that you know. This was our first <clears throat> moment back in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Oh. meeting this couple and then me making out with the girl oh yeah so yeah we i mean we're we're out of uh practice so. right right but yeah yeah because i hadn't seen shit like that in a long time <laughs> a long time that brought me way back i was like wow it, it's just 
I don't know. Um, it's good to see you when you are so sexually free like that. I don't get mm. to see it often, <laughs> and I, I know why I don't see it often. Yeah. It's just that we don't we don't normally. That woman was unbelievably sexy, and and, yeah. her, and her man was good looking, and the vibe mm -hmm. was just right. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, um, when they when she said she had to go to the bathroom, it took me like ten minutes to recover from that whole situation <laughs> and <laughs> figure out what to do because uh, we did lose them. It's like they disappeared. Yeah. It's like yo, they that's what they came for, and then they left. But that was okay because the moment was great. Like mm -hmm. that that moment to me was. I enjoyed it. Like mm -hmm. I enjoyed the whole interaction and just talking to them, making out with her. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And it's like, you know, we don't know what would have happened if that went any further. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it, the stars would all have to align. We don't know what their rules were. We yeah. didn't know. There's a lot we didn't know in that situation, mm -hmm. but that was really organic. And you know, I yeah, I was I was appreciative. I wasn't I wasn't thirsty to see where else it could go. Yeah. We did end up like going to the play area to mm -hmm. check out what was going on there. We just wanted the whole experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't see a single black person. Oh, actually, no, we saw some. It looked like some single males. A lot of black single males in there. Really? I saw a few. Didn't a, one try to talk to you at one point? Oh, maybe. But I met some single because they were there with, uh, or he was there with some single girls that I met in the bathroom. Um, some single black girls that I met in the bathroom and had a whole conversation with. Um, hey, y'all. <laughs> Shout out if y'all listen to the show. Um, oh, yeah. Were you just, were you schooling them on the lifestyle? I feel like that yeah. was another reoccurring thing that happened on yeah. this trip. Yeah, because... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's funny uh, so uh, a lot of the time when we meet black people in the lifestyle they have a very narrow view of what not necessarily what the lifestyle is but um what opportunities there are mm -hmm. so they know the clubs they know parties and pretty much that's it mm -hmm. right so i was telling these girls you know we one we got a podcast and we're at this hotel takeover and there's all these kinds of events and they're like what how do you, you know i didn't know that these things were out there and like yeah like it's it's really interesting um and and it happens a lot i think when we meet black couples and we start talking talking to them about our experience in the lifestyle and all the things that all the events and you know experiences that we've had and they're just like oh well we just go to the club or or we just meet couples and they you know didn't realize that they could travel that they could go to resorts um and we'll talk about some of that later and um mm -hmm. but yeah but that so that's what i was talking to them about yeah it's interesting that you say that for a couple couple of reasons one i think uh one of the things that we heard a lot of folks saying at podcast of palooza um, a lot of non-black folks saying is that there aren't a lot of black people in the lifestyle and we know that that's not the case at all right. there are a lot of black people in the lifestyle um, but the argument that I found myself making o over and over again was that the lifestyle still feels very segregated mm -hmm. to me mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that you have like these all white parties with maybe one or two black couples there but you also have these black parties with one or two white people there yeah. and so it's it's really segregated where it feels like there aren't a lot of black people in a lifestyle but they're there but that was kind of juxtaposed with this experience we kept having where we would meet black couples that were in the lifestyle but they just weren't really in the lifestyle mm -hmm. like they, there was a lot they didn't know um and they just approached the lifestyle in a very different way yeah. than we did. Um, so, I, so we had ended up going to Hallover Beach mm -hmm. on our last day there, and we met a we met a black couple on the beach. Uh, I hope they listen to the show now because we gave them all our information. <laughs> yeah. um, but like. There was a lot that we found ourselves explaining to them about what hotel takeovers were yeah. and what NIN was and, and what swinger podcasts yeah. were. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, it, it kind of put me in a bummed out mood because I was just like, you felt how like we are we not reaching yeah. 
how are we not reaching people? Like, even if you don't listen to like lifestyle podcasts, like we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, like we're, we have a fucking website. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that there are all these other folks that have content out there and we're just not reaching them. So it's, it's a reoccurring like, um, issue that the bomber and the bell are going through. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go through it here, but it's just, yeah, I, I would, I would agree with it. So, so just two things. One, there are a lot of white folks who are assuming there aren't a lot of black people in the lifestyle. There are a lot of black people in the lifestyle, but we're finding that there are like these newbies who just aren't really in the lifestyle. Like, we're not even newbies. Know. They're just, yeah, they're just only doing one thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I, you know, I, th- I think, but I, I, w- I would say the same thing about a lot of white couples that are in the lifestyle mm-hmm. too. Like some people are just doing resorts, some people are just doing clubs, some people don't do anything in their own neighborhoods. Um, but I think, you know, even though there are a lot of black people in the lifestyle, they are still dwarfed by the sheer number right, of yeah. white people in sure. the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so that plays a role in, in, in the frequency in which you see them. So, um, so yeah, we got off on a little bit of a tangent there, um, but the other thing I wanted to mention about trapeze um, is I had a lot of fun on the dance floor. You left the dance floor, but I had a I lot did. of fun um, dancing with the two hot wives. Uh, that was cool. They're they are two very cute brunettes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like that was like that was one of my first experiences with them during this trip, and I really appreciated that. So I wanted to. Highlight that one. Um, so that was trapeze in Fort Lauderdale. How was the food? Mm, it was all right. It was not as good as Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right now. Well, we only had the breakfast, right? I don't, did That's you have true. the dinner? No. I, I, don't, I don't think we were hungry when we got there. Yeah. But we didn't have the dinner in Atlanta. We only oh, had breakfast. True. We only had the breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the breakfast in Atlanta was better. I don't know if that was a bad day for the one in Fort Lauderdale. but you know, They didn't have grits. Honesty. And the grits were the best thing at the one in Atlanta. Oh, word? Yeah. I don't remember. You don't remember them grits? I don't. I re- no, I do not remember the grits. I just <laughs> remember the breakfast being really extravagant. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, I wanted to talk about the pool parties a little bit. Okay. Um, so... What? So, so there's a lot that happened at the pool. So, like I said, <laughs> I was very unprofessional. Instead of saying, hey, I'm the bomber, check out our show, I was like, hey, my lips are here. And, <laughs> and, and then I was making out. You um, were. like, every time I turned around, you were making out with somebody. I was just like, okay. But, but let me just say, that, but one of the reasons why is because, like, I, when I go to a lifestyle event, I, there's a part of me that wants to play, but there's a part of me that wants to continue engaging in the, in the sexy environment. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, if you go, so, so first of all, you couldn't play at the pool party. Right, right. Um, but like there's certain things you could do, like make out. So mm-hmm. I felt like I was getting the best of both worlds. I can kind of play a little <laughs> bit, but I didn't have to leave the party. Cause you know, if you play, if you, if you go to play, you have to leave the party. That's kind of the thing about playing that kind of sucks sometimes mm-hmm. if you're at a really good lifestyle party, yeah. you kind of have to find a bedroom or some shit. And you know, if it's a good play session, it's going to take you, all, it's going to take you away from the party. Like the party is over for you. Right, yeah. If it's a good play session, if it's a bad one, you can still get to the party. <laughs> um, Cause it'll probably be short, but mm-hmm. like making out is like my, my medium. So that's one of the reasons why I was making, out the other reason is because i just hadn't done it in a while <laughs> you know i like the pool is wet it's it's cool and you know it's sexy and it was topless and there were mm-hmm. a lot of titties around well and the first day you got very very drunk at I the did? pool yes on oh, friday oh yeah i did <laughs> but i'm a friendly drunk yeah 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 which is probably why you was making out with everybody <laughs> <laughs> um all right so one thing i want to say um so we did we did bring some black and kinky tattoos. You designed those. You want to say a little bit about those? I mean, I didn't design them. They were just our logo. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then I got tattoos made. Um, and so this became a very, um, a good way to socialize with people and to kind of introduce ourselves. You know, if people hadn't, because I think this was the second day we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if people hadn't come to our session or whatever, they're, you know, 
trying to and you were trying to find some other people to make out with you'd be like hey let me put a tattoo on your ass or let me put a tattoo on your titty first of all i did not do that <laughs> what i would do is say hey do you want a tattoo where do you want it and they'd be like where do you want it and right. then i'd be like okay well <laughs> <laughs> so then so bomber <laughs> was rubbing on half of the attendees titties and asses <laughs> yo there was one point i was like walking um i was walking past the pool mm -hmm. and i was because there was a lot of people that were just sitting and had their their feet in the water yeah and as i'm walking i'm looking at their ass cheeks and all of them had a black and kinky lifestyle <laughs> tattoo on their ass cheeks i was like yo this is the best this is yeah. the fucking best <laughs> um so that was pretty cool um i want to talk about <laughs> I want to talk about casual swingers for a second because okay. they were hosting um, these little activities by the mm -hmm. pool. Uh, so shout out to uh, Mickey and Mallory. Um, so they had a, you want to explain this, this, this game they had going on? This so competition? I don't know what it was called. Um, I missed what it was called, but so they had, I guess it was four different women and they put pedometers on their wrists. Mm -hmm. And then they had dildos that were like suctioned to a table. And I think, I don't know, it was like 30 seconds or a minute. Basically, the girls had to jack off the dildos and whoever had the most, you know, repetitions on their pedometer mm -hmm. won. Right. Um, <laughs> so, right. And it was hilarious. I loved it. It was so, great. <laughs> so let me let me add. There's a few things. So let me add that there were they. He asked for four women and then four men. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he began this. He didn't. He, <laughs> This is funny because he was like, because I'm, I'm all about activities, yeah. right? And I was really waiting to see what Casual Swingers was going to do because mm -hmm. they came, because they told us, they were like, yo, we're going to do some shit that nobody's ever seen before. Right, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I'm with it because our session, our seminar was going to happen right after that. Right, yeah. That also meant that I couldn't participate in whatever this was. Right. And so uh, Mickey calls you know, the volunteers up and he calls four women and four guys. So in my head, I'm thinking, Oh shit, that this, this shit is about to get real at this pool. <laughs> uh, um, and I, I'm, I'm betting the guys were probably thinking, Oh shit, like some shit like car wash mm -hmm. or like fucking, you know, uh, lap dance or some shit. And when, um, casual swingers finally review, reveals what the activity is is to jerk off some dildos I'm just <laughs> kind of imagining the disappointment of some of the guys <laughs> they're like oh we have to jerk off some dildos up here that's what we're doing we're not touching any of the girls right. um, so I thought that was pretty funny what was the observation you made about the dildos because this is this is the best oh they were all white there was no diversity among the dildos they were Jim Crow dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was crude. Um, no, uh, it, it, we we really weren't taking that seriously. No, it just, no. <laughs> we were just like, but I, but I but I I um, I feigned indignation with Kate. I was like, because she's been, you know, she was really good about making sure like stuff was diverse. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah, right. Sensitive to that, and I was like, Kate, what the fuck? Like, you couldn't find no black dildo. <laughs> <laughs> to put on the uh the the whatever race it was called <laughs> yeah right like like the jerk off race <laughs> yes there was there was no diversity and in inclusion <laughs> among those dildos they were all white they smelled like raisins and hope <laughs> why raisins <laughs> and they had high credit scores <laughs> we needed more diversity <laughs> We needed more diversity amongst the dildos. You know what was funny? Like we, because when when I had pulled uh, Mickey aside, I was like, "Mickey, man, you couldn't, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't find no African American dildos to <laughs> to be a part of this activity." He actually, <laughs> I didn't expect this, but he said he actually tried. Uh. Problem is that all the black dildos are too big. Yeah. <laughs> it would have not been fair right. <laughs> to the attendees, <laughs> to the poor girl that got stuck with the big black dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, no way she could compete. But yeah. No. Um, no, man, dildos are racist. <laughs> Shit. You can't have a regular sized black dildo. <laughs> it's wrong. 
It's very wrong. But it was a really fun game. No, it was and awesome. It was, it was great. No, that that was great. I don't know how Casual Swingers thinks of this shit. Because um, that, that was... I would have never thought of anything quite that no. Uh, no. elaborate. Um, and it was just fun to watch. Although I had to look away a few times. Because, I mean, you see, like, chicks, like, vigorously jerking off a fake dick. Um, <laughs> it It does things to you. <laughs> As a, as a man, it does things to you. <laughs> Shout out to Casual Swingers. Um, let's talk about some of the other podcasts out there. Uh, so we talked about Casual Swingers. Sapphic Swingers. Um, so that was our first time meeting Sapphic Swingers uh, in person. Mm-hmm. They were super energetic. Yes. Uh, and it was it was a pleasure meeting them. They just, every time I saw them, like I just kept, they, they had this running motto of just fucking shit up like we came to fuck shit up i just thought it was cool they just embody that energy Mm -hmm. uh met towards souls oh no we we saw them in in nin this is our second time seeing them in person um super sexy in person uh for those who i mean they put pictures out on instagram so people have an idea what they look like but they are very sexy um dyad uh average swingers so i want to say a few things <laughs> just one thing actually so average swingers so on one of these nights when the dj was sucking <laughs> uh we were by the pool and um we were just sitting there talking there was a whole group of us angie was there jay was there um i think uh double date nation was sitting there at one point and I was I was just kind of bored, or I wanted to dance, or I wanted to move. I mean, it was cool. We were having a cool conversation, but I think I had mentioned, like, jumping in the pool naked. I just kind of said it. I didn't <laughs> even, like, dare anyone to do it, but Angie heard it, and now I know I have to, like, be careful about what I say in front of Angie, because <laughs> mm-hmm. Angie was like, you want to jump in this naked? You want to jump in this pool naked, motherfucker? And Jay looked at both of us, and he's like, first of all, you can't get naked right. in the pool area. <laughs> You're breaking the fucking rules. <laughs> like, And I would never expect Jay to say something like that, given yeah. how crazy he sounds on the podcast sometimes. Mm. But he was like really the enforcer for this trip for <laughs> yeah, some reason. Yeah. And so I'm like, so, so we're like, fine, we won't get naked, um, but we're going to take these fucking costumes off and jump in this motherfucking water. <laughs> um, so... Angie and I uh, ended up jumping in that water, or walking in the water, I should say. Um, and then there was there was some point at which I kind of thought in my head, it'd be cool to jump in the beach water, too. Oh, you thought that? Yeah, but somehow Angie heard it, and she was like, you want to jump in that water, motherfucker? You want to <laughs> you wanna ride these waves? Let's go right now. And then I had to, like, get my clothes on and run away. Mm-hmm. Um before she heard any of my other devious thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so Daryl um, of the Wonderlust Swingers podcast made a surprise appearance um, for Kate, who did not expect it at all. Uh, so that was cool. Um, I'm not going to go into details about that and just say that we were really glad to be part of that experience. Yeah. It, was, it was just really nice. We were able to like record it and... Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, I'm going to leave the details of that to um, to other folks who had more involvement with putting that surprise together. I also want to give a shout out to Conceited Nobody. Um, that was a podcast that was at the events. We didn't know who they were going to be there, but Conceited Nobody has a great uh, podcast. A couple of fellows from New York that um that are so disgustingly new york like when you hear this <laughs> podcast if you're from new york like when you hear this like it's dead ass new york son like it's <laughs> new york new york um so check out their podcast we'll have their information in the show notes uh so of course we hung out with living the sweet life um uh i'm not gonna go into details about our interaction with living the sweet life i'm just gonna say jesus is not very happy with any of us <laughs> right now because of the shenanigans we got caught up in. Um, shenanigans. <laughs> uh, so moving on from that, no, we're going to be talking to Living the Sweet Life um, about that um, in a in one of their future episodes. So stay tuned for that. Um, 
They'll probably end up releasing their episode before we release this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So uh, two hot wives already talked about them. Uh, two very sexy brunettes. Um, for some reason, I had a hard time telling their voices apart in person. Like when I listen really? to their podcast, they sound very distinct. Mm-hmm. But I think when I see them in person, like I'm, I'm, I, I get distracted by like looking at them. And <laughs> I don't know. They fucking have these eyes. They look right back at you. I don't know. They, they're sexy women. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So, um, we got a thing podcast was there. We didn't talk to them very much. Apparently they had a pretty packed room for their seminar. So mm. good for them. Um, moving on to our playroom experience. So you want to take, talk about, um, just quick, quick, quick description of the playroom situation. So there were a couple different playrooms. Um, there was like a main playroom, and then there was one that had the. Um, it wasn't the oh the 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 trimmer, the trimmer thing in there. There's like the the, all, all the robot dick thing that you can ride. <laughs> and then robot there, dick, okay. <laughs> Terminator <laughs> dick. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and then there was the central room, which is like a massage room, but it had a play area attached to it. And I don't know what happened, but like the first night we were just going through looking at the playrooms and we went in there and I think like you just like started, we were like, oh, what room is this? And they're like the central room. We're like, ooh. And I think you started whispering. Yeah. And then (laughs) everybody just started whispering and it just became this thing. It's the central room. Right. And like. Gotta whisper. Yeah. And anytime anybody came in the room, we were like, shh, it's the central room. You gotta whisper. <laughs> and it was just it was hilarious it was really supposed to be sexy but bomber fucked it up <laughs> yeah i kept fucking it up because i kept laughing right um but it was cool we were in there just giving massages and shit mm-hmm. and you know making out a little bit yeah. again um i just wanted to say something else about Hollover beach mm-hmm. so yeah, we were on Hollover Beach, and I um, there were a couple of times where I had just went to get us some food and drinks or whatever, and it was a you know kind of a long walk back and forth. So I saw all kinds of things. One thing is Hollover Beach definitely has a strong gay section. <laughs> like, like there was one point where I saw no women; they were just gay men, mm-hmm. um, or what I suspect were gay men, um, gay and bi men. I don't know men who were interested in other men. Mm-hmm. Um, and these dudes were in shape. Like you couldn't just go on the, like if I, if I was a gay guy and I went on Hollover beach looking for another guy and I was out of shape, I would feel really self-conscious because (laughs) (laughs) these guys had some of the most perfect bodies. Um, but, uh, it's, it's weird. The closer I was getting to you, the sexuality got a little bit more ambiguous. (laughs) Um, so I went from the whole, the whole male gay section to like the ambiguously bi section. (laughs) And apparently I walked upon a throuple Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it was weird because the guy like calls me over because I had, you know, I have this chest tattoo and he was like, yo, that's a cool tattoo. Let me see it. I'm, I'm not really realizing he's just trying to just start some shit. (laughs) Um, and he's like, yo, you, you, you want to meet, you know, my friend and (laughs) you know, I look down in this tent and there is this very big dark-skinned woman wait was he in the tent nah he wasn't in the tent he was standing up him and this other dude was standing up but the dude like as i'm walking towards them the dude is walking away he's kind of like i don't really want to be a part of whatever the fuck y'all trying to do right now (laughs) like he he walks away but not like completely away he just kind of walks away from like to the point where like if we you knew he wasn't part of the conversation he he wanted no parts of where this was going um so um, I look at the the woman, and the woman is like in this really seductive pose, but she was definitely not my type. Like she, <laughs> it was a very unattractive. Like she was not, she was not the sexiest woman. Okay, and you know I'm I'm really liberal when it comes she, to, to especially when it comes to my sisters. But yeah. there, this woman was not quite hitting the right beats. <laughs> she could have, but she wasn't. And, you know, she kind of had this deep voice. You know who she kind of reminded me of? Who? You remember uh, Coming to America, mm-hmm. um, the the montage where they were in the bar talking. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, like, mm-hmm. the Arsenio Hall mm-hmm. woman. That's who she reminded me of. <laughs> um, 
you know, she was like, does does you does your wife would your wife mind if you just talk to me for a little while? She kind of <laughs> had that voice, that deep voice, <laughs> and I'm like. Um and and the guy looks at me and he's like yeah you know because I you know we we could have fun I could definitely please your wife whatever she's into and so and just for context so Hallover is a new beach so he's bombers butt ass nigga having yeah. this conversation right <laughs> dick is out right <laughs> their dicks are out <laughs> for some reason the woman has a two piece a two piece bathing suit on for some reason <laughs> <laughs> so the whole the whole situation was really jarring right <laughs> like. I'd be like, she's she's ready, but she's not really ready. Like, right. what's going on? Yeah. She's kind of hiding. She's in this tent. And yeah. She's partially dressed on a nude beach. Yeah. The fuck is going on? <laughs> and this dude is already like, yo, I could definitely give your wife some dick. And then she comes out and asks. You can imagine how jarring this is because both of them are throwing this content in my face. Yeah. And she's like, so are y'all, but are, are y'all into that? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess we we do happen to be swingers, and 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 I'm I'm thinking that that's going to surprise them. And the next thing that comes out of the dude's mouth is, oh, how do y'all swing? Anything goes, right? <laughs> and I'm like, anything goes. Nah, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like I don't know. We don't really do rules or nothing like that. Like you buy, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> anything goes by like what the <laughs> fuck is going on <laughs> and then the guy finally like and, and, and so i'm explaining i'm like nah we got we got rules my my, my wife is into this and i'm not by and right. we 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 play together <laughs> and like they're they're hearing this and their smiles are certainly like like slowly turning into frowns oh. like as they're hearing this disappointing news that we're just not doing the free-for-all shit yeah. And then finally, the guy like walks away, and as he walks away, he's like, "I don't want to play with y'all no more." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, 